The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host, a jelly donut, David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you. And I care. Barry Stein. I can use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, October 6, 2018. Let's timestamp that. Broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And today, this is the show that usually gets us in some kind of trouble. Some call it the conspiracy theory. I like to call it looking into my crystal ball. But either way, let's have a ball and make up some stuff. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. You catch the podcast on demand anytime or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. We do this every year. We must be a lunatic to keep continuing to do this over and over again. There's some craziness. There's some craziness going on. What cigar are we going to light up? Well, today's first cigar is the JFR Lunatic Habano, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Aganorser. The size is four and a quarter by 60. It's called the Short Titan, and it features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $6.29, while a box of 28 is one fifty three ninety nine which is a savings of almost $22 or 13% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. doesn't seem like a 60. <clears throat> 60 isn't so big anymore. It happened. Today's the day. It officially is that a 60 ring. Wait till you put it in your mouth, and then maybe it'll feel like a 60. <laughs> I feel that the band is up a little too high. Don't you want to push the band down a, a little? little bit? I do. It's a little high. I think they do that to make it look like it's longer. Yeah? Because it's, it's only four and a half inches? Yeah, you used to see it a six by 60. Maybe they measured down from the band. This is the normal distance at the bottom. A little close, guys. A little close to the... I'm going to put my lips, so move it down a little you bit. freaked out by that? Do you not want that <laughs> well, beautiful JFR band touching your lips? I don't. I don't want the band touching my lips. I'm feeling like a lot of people. You know, this isn't a gigantic band, but some bands that are even bigger than this, they go too far. It's too far. <laughs> Slim it up. Make it so I don't put band in my, in my lips. And I don't want to kiss the cigar either. I want to put it in my mouth a little bit. You know, people put just their lips on it. That's how they smoke a cigar. Drives me crazy. I he started the show off. I expect off. to hear this out of your mouth. He it's started kind of the show gay. off with a little spider walk. Because we have the overhead camera set up for this, yes, this we episode. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's playing a game with himself. What people can't see at home is yeah, it's just for we you. see a second it's screen. You. And he walks his you're fingers over. You're pulling and he's, the third curtain He's back, holding yeah. my hand at the show open. Now, I didn't pull away. Yeah. <laughs> you were but happy. Like, hashtag me too. Yeah. Oh, that was okay. unwanted sexual contact. Pound me too? There we go. 
Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> all right. Let's give it a cut and light. See what it's all about. It's time to cut out a cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands are raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And we had uh, Nick Perdomo up here. He did the Ash Holes podcast this Wednesday. I think that was their... Uh, Biggest style they've had. Oh, yet. without question, it yeah. was a, it was a great show. Huge, huge, and it was the first show they may not have smoked a cigar that was from him. Now you may not know this, but uh, <coughs> grains of rice do not have little mini teats, but there is a product on the market called rice milk, and it has it's a little sweeter than milk, and if you put that on Special K, not the drug barons, the cereal. Rice milk and Special K is what I'm getting nah. on the cold draw. This is a Rice Krispies treat all day, every day. See, I, I can't even react to the rice milk. He I, says Rice Krispie treat, which is a sweet rice product, and you're going to give that to him. Yeah, because men don't drink rice milk. I guarantee you 90% of our audience has never had rice I've milk. I've never had it. But they've had a Rice Krispie treat. Unless yep. you shoved it in some of my food you made me. <laughs> it's quite possible. How do you make milk out of rice? It doesn't have a nipple. That's a good question. Mm. I'm not saying you should eat rice cheese, because that that just seems a little weird. But a little milk, (coughs) a little rice-flavored liquid. I I want my milk from cows. I thought the government was talking about getting rid of the milk Yeah, I think they're not allowed to call it milk anymore on the packaging, but I still call it milk. Do you still have the um, government cheese? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> you <pay> yes. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do without my close-up camera here. Well, I mean, why don't should you? I, oh, yeah, hold it up in the air. Do this. Go. Oh, put oh, your hand down. There, there we, we go. go. This is the Vertigo Gauntlet. The Vertigo Gauntlet features three jets, an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, the patented Vertigo big ass tank, and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of nineteen ninety-nine. What a bargain. For those watching on video, that might be the first time the lighter has ever been in focus. Because it's <laughs> really? more about Jonathan's face than the actual lighter. His face remains in focus, but not the lighter. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, what you got to do is put your hand behind the yeah. lighter. And then all of a sudden it goes into focus. But you wouldn't know that. Then my face would be out of focus. And he's a cigar celebrity, so. Mm. So he says. <laughs> He did coin the, the term. Thank and you people are saying, no way it isn't. Yeah. I remember he did, and I remember he said this isn't going to catch on. It was a lot of years ago, and it has catched on, and now people say, no, you didn't. <laughs> There's no way that you, you did that. Right. I've been listening to that for years, but I was there. Yeah, you were there. Uh, I want to give a couple of quick shout-outs. We got uh, Stephen Dozier and Dan Deaton celebrating their birthday today. Wow. And my boy Charlie Pateras had his birthday yesterday. Both, uh, all three big listeners of the show, I happen to catch it on Facebook that uh, they had their birthday. So, okay, so I'm. Uh, this light it does get hot, hot in your hand. It's a sixty ring gauge. I have to hit hit it for a long period of time. I like the material of this lighter. It's kind yeah. of like that graphite feel, yeah. but it does get warm. Yeah, <clears throat> it's not one of those uh, that can't hit that with the double wall construction. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys just are being lazy with how you hold down the button because I got no extra really? heat here. Uh, unfinished foot, too, so you got to really get in there. Mm-hmm. Hit it up. Spicy right off the bat. Through the nose, especially. Yep. 
Not that Jonathan would know it isn't retro hail. Correct. But uh, not big yeah, on the retro We got a lot of early spice. What kind of wrapper did you say this was? Ecuadorian Habano. Really? Wow, mm. spicy as can be. Early on. We'll see how it goes. Scott's been flying. The whole lunatic line of the JFI has been going good. The yep. 8x80 has been... They have a 8x80 that's been selling like crazy. Yeah. But they got a regular mm. 550 uh, ring gauge cigar. It's fantastic. Yes. Regu- regular size. Right. Um, this is like in between, and it's a 60. The uh, the 70 ring gauge, is it the short Titan? This is the short Titan. So this What's is the, the next 60. size up? You can make me look that this one's up. A seven, the lunatic is the 80. Is it, there's no way it's an 80. I think it's a 70. I know the big one. is set, There's a size in the middle. Mikey loves that one. That's the El Chiquito. El Chiquito. How, is that 70 ring gauge? Yep, it's four and seven, four and three quarters by seven. Mikey mm. hates that he loves that cigar. Because he but if like he's smoking big... JFR Lunatics, that's the one he's smoking. Yeah. Wow, this is a strong cigar right off the boom, right off the bat. And this is one of those cigars where I find the Maduro to be not as strong yeah. as the Habano. There's some subtle sweetness to the Maduro. I didn't smoke a cigar this morning because I had the snack authority, so we were eating. And I didn't want to mess with it because it was a very important show. Yeah, I'm in, well, a, I'm in a fasted state, so we don't need to discuss food at all. Right. Right I, I will say normally I smoke a cigar, but I put it aside. Yeah, today was to. really important. Yeah, this was important, so we had to do what we had to do. Uh, and today we have to do what we we don't have to do what we have to what we're doing, but I feel like I have to do it. I always I push for you not to do it. <laughs> yes. Can we do this another because month? And when I'm not we, here, yeah. What do you got to hear from the manufacturers? The funny thing is. If I bring up a manufacturer, they get mad at me of why you're bringing me up. Why well, and, and also the, the, the dots you attempt to connect in yeah. your conspiracy theory. But the amazing thing is, so I'd hear that, and then the next time I'd leave them out. And then I get the call. How come nothing on us? No love for us anymore? Mm-hmm. And I go, you, if I do it, you complain. If I don't do it, you complain. So everybody just chill out. We're looking in the crystal ball. We're making this stuff up. But... The amazing thing is that we look at it a year from now and we say, oh, my God, some of these made-up things really happened. So how does it happen? Because we are looking in a crystal ball. We are using a hypothesis, which is an educated guess of what could possibly happen. There's been a lot of things that have happened in the past that maybe give you a little window of what may happen in the future. And then sometimes you see somebody talking to somebody else, and I joke with them when I see it, but I bring it forward. <laughs> well, and, and then, the, then you have the uh, collaboration cigars, which tend to be a red flag of a for test. this episode anyways. Yeah, of a test. <laughs> we're testing, we're testing, we're seeing how it is. So we're going to go through it all, and uh, we do have an overhead shot for those that are watching on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, if you're listening, we'll go over it and you, it's okay. You don't have to see it. It's a good thing I'm not one of those people who doesn't know what to do with his hands because yeah. this could be creepy. Uh, but just so we line them up and then we move things around uh, as needed. So uh, we're going to do one company at a time and at the very end of it, we'll start moving stuff around. So don't beat me up too much, you guys, uh, as it's going on. But let's look at the first company I'm going to look at, which is STG, Scandinavian Tobacco Company, um, who own a company called General Cigar. Let's sit just so that the shot's not wasted. We okay. can have people look at this. Yeah. Well, there's really nothing to see yet. But That's okay. If you, if you need that shot. Um, Scandinavian Tobacco Group is out of Denmark. They're a publicly traded company, STG, $98 a share if you're interested in buying it. They have brands like Cohiba. 
This is the Dominican version. They have Huida Monterrey, La Gloria Cubana, Macanudo, Potagas, Punch, CAO, which they, uh, which was bought by Henry Wintermans, who bought General Cigar. So, like, this company of Henry Wintermans that came in, nobody heard of them. Uh, Henry Wintermans is looking around to buy a cigar brand. They bought a brand called CAO. And then they said, oh, my God, General Cigar bought the company that bought CAO. And that's not the case. The company who bought CAO was Henry Wintermans, bought General Cigar, too. They're now Scandinavian Tobacco. So Henry Wintermans now refers to themselves as Scandinavian they, Tobacco? They're part of Scandinavian Tobacco. Okay. Yeah. So something, something happened to your sound, no? No? Okay. It's all right. I'm, I'm there. Um, they also bought Tarano. That was another brand they bought. Okay. And, and part of their manufacturing, part of their um, uh, tobacco farms, things like that, they bought. I just got my first beard nod, by the way. Another gentleman walked in with a beard, and we immediately acknowledged <laughs> each other as being two bearded individuals. He was just saying Without hi. anything he was said. saying hi to me, my cousin Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be no jealous. Yeah. Don't be hating on the beard. Um, they also bought... A company called Cigars International, which is a mail-order distribution company, Cigars.com. They bought all those brands that go along with it in their superstores and and online business. They also bought a company called Thompson Cigars, another online giant company that's been there for for a long time. Which means they own all those brands. All those brands, too. So you can see how massive this is. It's a monopoly. Well, monopoly would be one. Yeah. If there was one cigar company, that would be a monopoly. But you'll see the monopolization that's going to happen as I go through We have a polynomial. But pretty massive, right? And believe it or not, the cigars are the least of their thing. Yes. I mean, they have a lot of other things, other tobacco products, chewing tobacco, all kinds of different things. The enemy of the brick and mortar. Well, some some may say that, actually. We could could say that. (laughs) Um, So... What would be right for them and right for them to buy? You can see that they had a giant mail order company called um, that they bought called Cigars International that came with Cigar.com and others. Then they bought their competitor, their second biggest competitor, which was Thompson Cigars. And there is still some big independents that are out there, and one of them is called Famous Cigar, Arthur Zareski, Famous Cigar. I think... The person they're going to buy is him. We'll Wait, see if it happens. That so makes nice. that makes because a they, very large uh, online presence. Yeah. You, some may think that, no, that should go to somebody else because they already have so much. No, these guys are going to buy their competition. If this is competition, they buy more. But meanwhile, if it was cell phone companies, and let's say General was Verizon, if they went out and bought T-Mobile and Sprint, the government would say, the can't government. be doing this. Correct. Well, we may see, see that turn up. Uh, or you, somebody may have an argument to that. But so far, no one has ever uh, done that into the cigar business. Uh, no, nor has it cigarettes. Some, some could argue it's Philip not, Morris has a monopoly. It can't be a monopoly because as long as Fortello Cigars is on the... No, that's not true. No, you got As long as Perdomo's there, it's a percentage. Yeah, you got smaller cell phone companies. Yeah. You got Boost, the Walmart, whatever brand they yeah. use. There's all these other little things. Yeah. That was bad. I uh, messed my numbers up here a little bit, but okay. Um, all right, so now they, what other cigar manufacturer would they buy? And uh, next stop is going to be Rocky Patel. I would say they're going to so buy. You're, you're clearly making your hypothesis based on volume. 
Nope. This is a volume play. It is not. The bulk of the, the bulk of Rocky Patel cigars are produced by General Cigar. So if somebody else bought Rocky Patel cigars, they would lose volume of production also. So they could buy it so that they could sell the cigar also. So you're not making a volume play because you're making a volume play. It, it's more about the factory than the volume of cigars sold. It's more of a factory play there. If they, if they don't buy it and somebody else does, they're going to lose the production yep. of it. And it's a giant number. It's huge. I would say Rocky Patel is probably in the, uh, certainly in the top 10 of all cigars produced, right? A, a brand yeah. called Rocky Patel, something mm-hmm. on it. This is Rocky Patel. So there right now is the Scandinavian tobacco or better known as General Cigar um, of two right there that they have added to their um, portfolio for those reasons i would say any argument there on on that no yes other companies should be interested in both i'm not saying that i wouldn't want to move these cards around later on when there's other companies up top but right now you're making a solid argument for an argument i agree with yeah but later on knowing what's coming there's going to be some shuffling yeah but both ripe for the picking though and it makes sense for them to buy it believe me that the Top dollar could work on somebody else. Somebody else offer more money could end up happening. But I have to imagine General Cigar is very interested in both of those plays. So I, I, I don't know it for a fact, but I would bet a lot of money on it. Would you bet an appendage? A baby toe or something. Okay. The baby toe. There's no need for it, right? It's just barely there. Next up is Imperial Cigar. Imperial is, uh, owns a brand called, or a, a company called Altadis. Uh, they're in England and Wales, and they, they are a publicly traded company also. IMBBY is the stock, $34.60. If you're interested in buying that stock, they have brands in the Dominican called Bonnet Crystal and Romeo and Juliet. They have Aging Room, which is a recent purchase. They have the Casa Monte Cristo lounges and stores. They own a online, big online guy called JR Cigars. They own their stores also and all their brands that went along with it. They have a 50-year agreement that just started just a few years ago again with um, a company called Habanos, which they own 50% of. And the other part of that is Cuba, and they distribute worldwide all Cuban cigars in every country except the United States. And when the embargo lifts, if that ever happens, they will actually get the distribution rights in the U.S. for almost every Cuban cigar that's there, almost. So who is going to help them that they would be interested in? And the first two, they'd be interested in those two because they do have an online presence, but it seems to me that their online is not as important uh, to them as it is for General Cigar. Altadis looks like they're more interested in the brick-and-mortar aspect of it. We see that they have um, Casa Monte Cristos um, in those stores. They have JR stores. They have online presence, but it seems more into the brick-and-mortar side that they're in. Um, So who would be ripe for the picking that would actually help them in in a few different ways? And that would be Davidoff. Davidoff with uh, lots of brick-and-mortar stores around the world. Yeah, which makes sense because there's rumors that Altadis wants to buy 
brick and mortars in major cities. Davidoff already has a presence in some major cities, such as Atlanta, uh, New York, so on and so forth. Plus, it would give maybe the possibility of the return for the Davidoff Cuban. Right. I, I would make the argument that because Altadis owns <clears throat> 50% of the distribution rights for Habanos, that they are still an illegal company and that the play would really be Davidoff buys Altadis to get it out from under the imperial umbrella. Well, so what you're saying, because they're a publicly traded company, that becomes the issue. Correct. What's going on. It Davidoff is sense. a family company, which so they could they could own it. And if you go back to conspiracy episodes in the past, you saw it flip it was the other flipped, way. And I just haven't been convinced. I'm, I'm going to put it back the way you have it with Altadis on top and Davidoff underneath. But I'm not convinced that that's the direction that it goes. You could make the argument the other way. I certainly did in the past. Yep. Uh, now I'm flipping the other way. Altadis is gigantic, not taking away anything away from Davidoff, but they are no Altadis by any means. Um, they, their biggest competitor in any country besides the United States, the Davidoff brand, is all Cuban brands. Correct. So there's their competitor. Let's just take the competitor out of the game. We'll own that too. And then they own every country except the United States at that point, pretty much. Yeah. But you could call for a monopoly in every country at that point. Do the other countries have uh, the same monopoly laws that we have, Barrett? Uh I'm not a lawyer, so I couldn't answer that definitively. You play one on TV. But Seriously, you, yeah. You, you're like, you have all these opinions yeah. about I mean, stuff. I would assume that if a company is publicly traded, there are monopoly laws. But I'm not licensed to practice law, so I'm going to abstain. All right, abstain. <laughs> And I like from beer. sexual, alcoholic, or just from this? No, I like beer. Yeah? I like beer. I'll always like beer. All right. Do you like beer? <sighs> um, you're seeing a lot of collaboration going on with A.J. Fernandez. Uh, a lot of tobacco uh, that he grows for them, a lot of cigar brands he makes for them. Altadis is booming so much so that they have to have other people making cigars and getting tobacco from other people besides themselves because they're just too big. They need more. So, frankly, I don't think their brands would be so important as the tobacco farms and fields and okay. all that, the production and everything, the perfect uh, layup right there. And they've been promoting this guy. They've been promoting him more than he promotes himself. But it's weird because AJ's a bit of a whore. Uh, and, and no disrespect. I don't know how it could be. I no have to say, I don't no, know how it could be disrespect after he's a, that. He's a whore, but he no makes disrespect. But he could so go. I said no disrespect, so, so that's it's okay. Yeah. You said it afterwards. <laughs> you have to say it before next time. Yeah. <laughs> but he makes cigars for General. He makes cigars for Altas. Yep. Uh He's going to be making cigars. We'll get to that later with somebody else. Yep. So he, so he could go anywhere. And, and so could Rocky Patel, right? They, they right. are lined up because yeah. they could go anywhere. Right. Right, I don't. I don't think Davidoff could go anywhere. I mean, that's the perfect play for them. But you could move AJ AJ over there. But well, you could. You it could, would be more special for Altadas to do it, and and AJ may get a bigger price because other people will be bidding on him too. You could make the argument that, or, or are bidding on him too. General Cigar buys Davidoff because they want to have a more global presence, and that gives them another arrow in their quiver. Against Altadis. If they want to fight with them. Yep. Just making that <laughs> This is why these guys are going to get some big money, because there, there are other people interested in them. That's the, that's the play of having multiple bidders, right? If you, if you buy yourself, um, what are you going to do? 
So uh, I think that's the lineup for the first two. Um, and I want to get to all the rest of them. But right now, let's talk about the cigar. I had to relight it. You guys are chugging along, but I'm talking too much. So uh, you've, uh, my brother and I worked together yesterday, and uh, I did I some heard manual you did man, labor. You did man work. Yeah. As opposed I, to I what you do I was working so hard, I couldn't take the, the normal selfie where I could prove that I actually did some work. Because you were really working. killing me. So uh, afterwards, I said, you know what? Um, you, you've had a long day. He stayed on the job longer. So I went and picked up some stuff, and when I was looking at the spice rack at this butchery. He, he not only stayed longer, he got there hours and hours before <laughs> you while you were at, at having breakfast at Newburyport or something with your wife. What are you, stalking well, me? I just know what, what, what's going on. It's exactly where I was. Yes, so anyways, in the spice rack, I saw jalapeno powder, and I have been mischaracterizing the spice that I get in certain cigars, calling it white pepper, when really... It's jalapeno powder, and that's what I'm getting. I don't know if on I've this ever had that. JFR Lunatic. Oh, don't worry. I got, I got a whole <laughs> thing of it. I'm going to be jalapeno powdering everything. So, All right. So once I taste it, you know, the audience won't hear it, but I may give you. The harp, once I taste it. But right now, you're pulling out all these things that well, people aren't familiar with. So jalapeno, it's funny you're saying that because the, the, there's a little zip to this of jalapeno. I went to Five Guys the other day, Thursday, when I left the store. <laughs> Bastard. So, <laughs> I got to the light. I was staring at it, and the car just went in that direction. I just couldn't stop. I had no thought of doing it, but it's it just happened. Yeah. It just happened. And... So I got a, uh, the double cheeseburger, and they said, I said, put jalapenos on it. And they said, do you want them raw, or do you want them on the grill? So I said, well, on the grill. I've never had that before. Big mistake. And for you. Yeah. Some of us hotheads can handle that kind of heat. But wow, it, it heats it really even more. really takes it to heats another it level. even more, took it to another level for sure. Um, there's a little bit of that heat that's yeah. happening here. I'm also getting, uh, you know, we mentioned Five Guys. Also, that means you agree? Yeah, I agree with the, the jalapeno, but I'm All also right. getting a, a, some nuttiness. Like you reached into the bag and you grabbed a handful of peanuts to munch I, on which while I you did. were waiting. Of course I did, because that's a fact I moved. Yes. A little snack before. So it's this, so the lunatic is the Five Guys of cigars. There we go. All right. Well, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. Because I nailed it. Yeah. That's why. No, we had to save you. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. I, I got to the first two. Let's go to break. When we come back, more into the crystal ball. Uh, are you smoking a cigar from the care package today? Because both of the cigars are in the care package. If not, maybe that's because you're not in it. And uh, that could change when we come back. We'll get to that and a lot more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, 
is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, 
handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tabacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back looking through the crystal ball at whose cigar company may acquire the other cigar company and why. Welcome back, everybody. We're smoking the JFR Lunatic. I'll say early aggressive. Started out aggressive. It's calmed down a bit for me. Honduran? Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan. It's like Honduran tobacco usually does. but Yeah, I think aggressive is a good description of it. I don't know that I would have used the S word so quickly. Yeah. No, yeah, right off the bat, I was like, oh. It's about an eight right off the, the <laughs> tail. It's dropped down into a seven or a six maybe at this point. I'm okay. It's a little more than medium. I'll agree with six. Right now. But at the beginning, right, first couple pops, ooh, geez, what's going on here? I wish we had some five guys here. Mm. It was good. It was good. You always wish you had five guys here. How, how were the fries? Delicious? Fries were delicious. Now, regular fries or Cajun fries? I go regular. Ah, oh, I got to go Cajun. Really? No, I go regular with the vinegar. I like. That. I don't like. I don't like the Cajun ones only because it gets on your hands. You get that gritty nonsense. Yeah. it chokes me. It's too much. It's too dry. <laughs> it's salty. I eat very fast. I like now, the vinegar too. What What was the beverage of choice? I went with the iced tea and lemonade combination because you nice. do it yourself, right? AKA so, the Arnold Palmer. Yes, the late great Arnold Palmer. I still, in respect to him, still drink the Arnold Palmer because <laughs> you're such a big fan and of it, it golf. Seems, <laughs> it seems fancy. You know, you go to a fast food place and you get the Arnold Palmer. And I do unsweetened iced tea with sweetened lemonade. Just get a little bit of sweet in it. Because if you didn't, it would just be watered down iced tea. With lemony. With lemony. Iced tea. Well, I know you're not cutting back on sugar based on our snacks this not morning. Not today. <laughs> not today. I'm, I got a sugar high going on. So uh, somebody in the chat box mentions the FDA, and this is why. This is the reason why these things are coming up and why they're interesting to me uh, because the European companies that are used to this type of restrictions, major restrictions. Regulations. Yeah, regulations. They're dealing with it anyway. And maybe these other companies aren't so used to it and, you know, get nervous about it and saying now's the time to bail. Do you think that these two companies at the top, STG General and Imperial and Altatus, do you think that they – would love to have a finite number of cigar brands on the market so that they can buy the big ones and now that's it? It's just the two of them? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. If they could get it down to one, they would like to do that. You know, you take a Philip Morris or something like that. I mean, they own 80% of the cigarette world right now. They would like 100%, but they're, they're at 80. If one of these companies could control like, like they do in Europe, uh, and, and Altadas, who handles Habanos, they probably got 80% of the uh, rest of the, rest of the sure. world. Um, not so in the United States right now, but you're going to see the changeover as the acquisitions happen. If the acquisitions happen again, I'll preface this by saying we're making this up. This is not true. We're making it up. It's just, uh, you know, looking at a crystal ball, saying what's going to end up happening. And the funny thing is when it happens, it's like, wow, look at this. You predicted that this was going to happen. They're predictions. That's all. Teasers so, and rumors. That's it. Loving every minute of it. Loving every minute of it. So the next company up is Swisher International. Uh, Swisher International, now also known in the premium cigar world as Drew Estate. They're a company out of Jacksonville, Florida. Family-owned and operated U.S. company. And uh, they control the mass market cigars, small cigars, cigarellos, flavored cigar market. They are number one. No doubt about it. Uh, no, they don't have 80% of it. Uh, they're working at that, but they're doing very, very good. Um, so here's Swisher. Uh, <coughs> Swisher, also known as Drew Estates up there. Um, they also distribute um, they, they distribute Hoy de Nicaragua cigars, um, and that came with Drew Estate. And Hoy de Nicaragua makes cigars for them. Uh, also, they do the distribution for them. So what is the reason that they would allow that to end up happening? Uh, we saw that with uh, they were handling uh, um, Doofit Holdings, which is um, Debonair, Debonair uh, and that went away. Um, they're going to either buy it or see you later. Uh, I don't know if that's the fact of what, what the breakup of it. But well, the flip side of that is that Phil is kind of known in the flavor world of being a, a chemist when yeah. it comes to being able to produce yeah. flavor. So maybe there was an interest in that respect. Well, I think Swisher soon buys Hoy de Nicaragua for the facility, right? We want you to make cigars for us. We have a facility that makes some cigars and mostly flavored cigars. And now let's, uh, if we're going to stay into this premium end, we might as well make the, own the guy that makes it and, and take his percentage out too. Uh, they're a company in numbers. They're uh, a highly profitable uh, family-owned company. That would be the move that they would do. Um, and then I'm going to throw a long shot in here that they're looking for some faces, right? They, uh, Jonathan Drew had basically stepped away. They brought him back. Maybe they saw some sales numbers drop off. So we need he, some faces. He's more focused on his Jonathan Drew brands, more on the liquor side right now. Good luck with that. But he's still uh, a face at Drew's thing. Yeah, they need, they need it. But his mind's elsewhere. So uh, I see some collaborations they're working with now. Are you a uh, practicing counselor? Is, are you allowed to make a statement like that? Uh, I play one on TV. Yeah. So he's, he's not going to be a lawyer, but he will be a counselor. Right. But only here in the U.S. If yeah. it's something in Europe, I, I can't go. <laughs> <Right. that. laughs> so my long shot, believe it or not, is crown heads. You know what? When you mentioned this one to me before the show, I was like, you're freaking crazy. But they just did that Ohio release. Yeah. With Drew Estate. To yeah. me, like Debonair was a working interview. Absolutely. I think this Crown Heads in Ohio is a working interview. Me too. Me too. Something's going on there because it makes no sense at all. What would be it? Well, let's let's try it out. Let's test this guy, see if we're interested. And for a short money or something, they grab them 
and they're marketing guys, and yep. they, they they worked for General Cigar in the past. They were uh, top guys uh, at General uh, CAO. Gen, they, they end up taking that, so mm. um, we'll see what happens there. I wrote long shot on it. It seems seems a bit crazy, but as you think about it, right? Has there ever been any, anybody that sold out twice? Sold out twice. How do you do that? Well, well he, they, he sold, would, they sold uh, CAO. But well, Huber wasn't really an owner. He was yeah, just a marketing there. guy. Oh, all right. My yeah. bad. So. Uh, this is the one that <clears throat> the race day mornings at like 50 to 1. But as it's getting close to the post time, it's dropping down into the teens. Yeah. Think about it for a little bit. What the hell is sure. post time? When when is that? Do you have that written down over yeah, there, Barry? You don't know about horse racing. Are you clairvoyant now it's as two, well? Two oh five is post time. It's it's two oh two, and we're watching the thing drop. Some big money's being thrown in this yeah. at the last second. Not Dave a gambling man. It. Not a gambling man. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? Okay. So anyway, chew on that for a while, and see what happens at the end. I don't think you're going to end up moving that. You're going to say there's something there, maybe. Uh, next up is. Altria. Altria Boo. is Philip Morris, uh, Big Tobacco. They own a um, domestic brand called Middleton's, right? Um, the Black and Mild Cigars. They also own Nat Sherman. He's a publicly traded company. MO, uh, $61 a share. And uh, you get... Um, ongoing revenue from them and it's uh, actually a good brand to have a stock with uh, but um, as all of them are they're good stocks uh, Altria emerged from Philip Morris a rebranding but it is Philip Morris um, and Philip Morris uh, took place in 2003 that they changed the name to Altria to take the Philip Morris name out there was a Philip Morris cigarette also and they're trying to say we're more than just cigarettes or whatever uh, verbiage or reasoning behind that. But uh, it's Philip Morris. That's who they are. Uh, they are a world leader in cigarettes and smokeless tobacco. And they are the definition of big tobacco. So people talk about big tobacco. Well, cigars are not big tobacco. The, the definition we, of big tobacco is yeah, Philip Morris. And they're in the cigar business now. So we can't say they, we're not big tobacco. They, do they care that they're in the cigar business, or they really only care about Nat Sherman cigarettes? Correct. They only care about Nat Sherman cigarettes. Um, that's the fact. I mean, it, this is a rounding error. Nat Sherman cigarettes is a rounding error to them. Uh, Nat Sherman cigars, nothing. Um, they're a Fortune 500 company, actually number 154 of the richest companies in the world. Wow. So real, real big, right? They are the disruptors. They're disrupting the cigar industry. Them being in here bothers me the most. They are disrupting it, and they're... Because well, everyone else has some skin in the game. Correct. Correct. They have nothing, but they can say that they're in the cigar business. They're in the domestic cigar business with, with um, Middleton's, actually the number one selling cigar brand in the world, if you want to call that a cigar. Um, and they are in the premium cigar industry, and it's a it's a known brand of Nat Sherman. Right. So they can say they're in there as small as they are. They can say they're in there, and that little brand is a pawn in the game that they're playing. Um, they buy nobody. They're just keeping that pawn in the game. They don't want to spend any more money on it or anything. Just keep it going. It doesn't matter if it makes profit or anything. We got to say in this and we can destroy this industry around us if we wanted to um 
we have a pawn in there. We can say we're in the premium end. We can say we're in the... They didn't add to all this time with the Middletons. They didn't add anything to it or, at all. It's just a moneymaker. No, but I see an acquisition from them. I don't know if you want me to say it now or bring it up later. Go ahead. Laura Rohr. Laura Rohr makes the Black and Miles firm. Why continue to pay somebody to make it when you can purchase them? Nobody in Guillermo Leone's family has stepped up to work alongside of him. Maybe it's time that he concentrates on the 45% in the island he owns, and now Artria doesn't have to pay him to make their brand. Be- the, the only reason why I'd and say they, they wouldn't do it. cigarettes back in the day. Yep. It makes sense for them to buy it, and they've been on the list before. It makes sense for them to buy it, but I don't think they want it. They don't want the other brands that go along with it. They could buy it and shut them down, but it's like, really? We've got to spend effort and energy and time into this one where when cigarettes are shooting out of machines and chewing tobacco is, you know. Right, but if they want to offset costs, you know, then they don't have to pay another factory to make the natural yeah, cigars. Yeah, cut the man. And, it, you know, the, 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 the 40% profit becomes 75 to 80% yeah, profit. Yeah, my, my, my thought to that is after they accomplish what they want to accomplish and re- re- help regulate completely regulate the cigar industry, which is what their game is. My feeling, this is all my feeling and my feeling only, they help regulate the cigar industry, which is what they're trying to do, I think. After they do that, they shut down Nat Sherman cigars completely. They just shut it off. Right. They don't sell it. They don't do anything. They just shut it off, just like Dunhill did. So Dunhill is is owned by Big Tobacco. They take the Dunhill name on the cigarettes. They shut down the cigars. You can't buy a Dunhill cigar. They didn't sell it to anybody. No. They just closed yeah. it. Which is yeah, oh, crazy. What was that? Late last year yeah. they announced the end of Dunhill yep. cigars. Yep. And you're going to see the same thing end up happening. That eventually, when they accomplish um, the the piece of the puzzle has been used uh, for what they wanted to use, they just shut Nat Sherman down, close it down completely. Shut it down. Shut it down. That's why I think it goes there. Um, next up is a Toro Fuente. So a Toro Fuente is a privately held, uh, company, uh, not in the U S based, um, little confusing of, um, countries and stuff because it's not Dominican Republic either. They're in a tax-free uh, country of how they operate. Uh, they own the Toro Fuente brand Opus X along with, uh, Montesino and a whole bunch of other cigars. They produce cigars for other people, including Ashton. Um, they own 30 to 40% already of the Ashton brand and, and the whole Holtz company. Um, they get their distribution. Um, they, they will buy Ashton, and seeing they make it anyway, uh, they buy that out, and um, Ashton is a distribution company. They have their cigars distributed right now by J.C. Newman, and um, they take it away from them. They roll it into the um, Ashton distribution point of it, and they get the online Holtz stores, and they get the online Holtz brick and mortars also. Um, There are uh, a couple of Fuente bars that are out there. So they got a lot going on uh, simply by just taking Ashton. So I think they do that. Yeah, Ashton now, Brick and Mortar, one of their biggest retail days is the Fuente Takeover. So they already have that. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They already have that relationship. Symbiotic relationship. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So now if you look at Ashton, Ashton has 
really two manufacturers. They have Fuente that makes their Dominican stuff, and then they have Nicaraguan stuff that is made by Pepin Garcia's My Father Cigar Company. And if it's a t- total takeover from Fuente, they might as well own that also. We know that... Um, Fuente wants to operate in the in Nicaragua. Right. Well, didn't they break they, ground? Yeah, they broke ground. They're going to open up a factory, but maybe they hit the brakes on that and do an acquisition instead. Yeah, they, they broke ground. That's nothing going on there, by the way. I, yeah. I was in Nicaragua. Uh, I don't see any action. Right. I see uh, the shovel went into the ground. Yeah. They did the show, and it was over at that point. I think the acquisition of my father is the answer, and they just well, roll you, into that. You really can't <clears throat> acquire... One without the other. So if you're going to go my father, wouldn't you take the other brand? Tatuaje, yep. which is uh, the other thing that uh, is in there. And now they got they got something going on there at that point, yep. right? They're pretty yep. good as far as premium cigars. Yeah, at that point, Fuente becomes a major player. Yeah. So they have stores. They have bars. They have um, multiple countries. They have online presence. They got a lot going on there. They're, they're a full uh, integrated company at that point there. Growing tobacco, they're making cigars, they're selling them to the end user, they're getting everything uh, that's happening there. So I think that uh, is is the uh, thing that happens. Now, where do they go from there? I think at that point, they go public with the company. Because, you you know, we looked at General, we looked at Altadis as publicly traded companies, Altria, for when they goes public after they build their company too. Now, now they're a publicly traded company and they get an influx of cash. They're all set for more acquisitions right. or whatever they want to do. Because whatever happens to the other guys, they're going to have to keep up. Uh, if they end up controlling 10% of the industry, it's not going to be enough because these guys will swallow right. them up. So, and, and the going public and the influx of money is an important factor, which plays into, I believe, the next one that you have up. Okay, so next up is a brand called Toscano. We had them up here, right? Little known company. Um, Little known in the U.S. Yeah, can you fit that in there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Toscano uh, is looking to go public. The press release just came out a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Uh, you're talking about a company with a lot of money, a family-owned and operated company. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this company is looking to go public. So um, they, they have an IPO, and um, with that IPO is going to be an influx of cash, a lot of money. A company like that doesn't take cash unless they have the plan already what they're going to do with it. What You know, you have a rich company already, and now they're going to get an influx of cash. What are they going to do with that cash? They have to buy something. There must be a plan already in place to buy it. So who would they buy? What would make sense for them to buy? You have a Basically, an Italian company, the, most of their business is coming from the country of Italy. They're, they have a presence here, very, very small in this country, and a presence in other countries, very, very small. They need world presence at that point. So, again, another little company uh, that most people don't know a lot about. It's another private company that they could buy, and that company is called Royal Agio, and they make a lot of the cigarillos and things like that. Um, they are already distributing Parodi and Avanti and Toscano in the U.S. Why? Again, back to yeah. why Why would they possibly do it? Uh, they're testing them Didn't out. Didn't Drew Estate have Royal Agio before for Ye- distribution? Yes. Okay. Yes, they did, and it was taken away, and it went to uh, All right. So it, with the way it had looked originally was that Royal Agio was possibly considering Drew Estate for acquisition. Yeah. Swisher comes in and does its thing. <clears throat> and 
And now them. they're not now, yeah. now Swish Royal Agio is not interested. They pull back distribution. They take it on themselves and start building their own network. Exactly what I'm thinking. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So here they are in Cigarillos. They got and, no and real brand, though. They have they no have, real cigar brands at this point right. that have any legs. So in they the want US. it, and, they, and there's no doubt they want to get into the premium end. And then now that Balmoral, they're starting the Balmoral push, and they have a good um, lineup of Balmoral we saw this year, right? The Connecticut yep. and the Sun Grown and the Maduro and, and the high end. And they got a lot of things going on. You can see the moves that they, they're making, but they have no big name on premium that would actually break them into the store where the rep would come in the store. I'm the boom, boom, rep. Oh, we're all set or whatever it is. They need something that's got some legs. Something that someone's heard of. Right. So I think that is going to be La Fleur Dominicana. Oh. La Fleur Dominicana, family owned and operated. Sorry, Connie. Well, maybe he ends up being a big shot with, with, the, uh, with that company, right? They, 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 they would be fortunate to, to have him. Could see him taking over director of sales for the whole operation. They would, or a higher position, so, vice president, so the, or he stays where he is. And the LFD team now has Balmoral to add to it, right? And, and whoever else in Toscano, and they're going around with it. Interesting, very interesting. Yeah, it's not, it's not crazy, right? It's a little um, crazy, but I can, I see, where, I I can see where you're going. You know, some people in the chat room said you, this went off the rails when you said Tatuaje to Fuente, that Tatuaje would never sell to my father. But who's to say that there's not some kind of handshake agreement that if one sells, the other sells, and then Pete and Yanni live happily ever after? Well, and, they, and they go hand in hand. They, they work, they, they work they're the, together. Uh, yeah. Pete Johnson the has a tattoo of Opus X. Yes. Yes, he does. He's got no issue yeah. working with, selling to, whatever he's got to do with Fuente. And I'm in agreement with this conspiracy theory of just bringing up what the All chat right. room is no, saying. No, no, I want to hear no, it. I want to hear what no, goes wrong Yeah, here. keep it coming from the chat room. I just think with somebody like Pete Johnson, who is a Fuente fan already, he he would be the one person who I would say would be like, no, I'm, I'm not doing it. If it was anybody else, almost no matter what the money is. But it's Fuente, loves Fuente. I think he'd be honored. And would stay on and be a face with the brands. Do what he loves to do. I, exactly. Instead of the stuff he doesn't want to do or something. That's what ends up happening. Or move into the wine business, which he's been trying to get into for a while with his own wine. I'm going to just say this, Barry, once and for all. None of these cigar people are going to have much success in the liquor and wine industry. Uh, no, but they're going to try. They're going to try. But It's, it's a, a, it's a labor of love at that point. Yeah, I mean, he's going to do yeah. what he does, but cigars yeah. is, the, is the money maker yeah. here. Cigars are a lot easier. Yeah, and nobody cares industry. about the face in the liquor if, if industry. We, if we haven't laid out the, the mm. liquor industry, mm. you'd say, how could anybody ever p- penetrate within there? Mm. Frankly, they can't. No. And a face isn't going to drive a brand in the liquor industry. Yeah. Yeah. You want to break into the potato chip industry? Forget it. You no. can't get in. You know, and, and liquor is the same type of deal. The I would things- rather just eat the potato chips. I don't want to make my own. No. It's a pain. I want to eat the potato chips with you, some liquor. You can't get <laughs> distribution on liquor. You can't get the distribution on potato chips. Distribution on cigars, believe me, a hell of a lot easier. So um, I, uh, I think they need more. Toscano needs more worldwide. Um, and I think this is the answer to it. By the way, Carney just chimed in his chat room, officially not for sale. <laughs> yeah, nobody's himself? for sale until they put the number on a piece of paper and Connie ain't going to make that call by the way um, and I'm making this up Connie so don't get mad at me yeah, I don't need a call after the show everyone's going to be calling and writing to me and saying 
this is just what I think could happen. Uh, and when it does, you say, wow, he got that one right too, but maybe it doesn't. Who knows? Listen, I hope nothing changes. That's what I hope. I hope nothing changes. But my fact, my thought on this FDA of what's going on, here's what I think is going to happen to FDA. Everything. Everything is going to happen. The dates aren't going to be changed. The warning labels are going on. All this stuff. Do I hope none of it happens? Of course. I've been course. fighting. I've been fighting. I've been spending my own money to end up mm-hmm. stopping this. But what do I think, you know, between us, what do I think is going to happen? All of it. We're going to win nothing. That's how it's been, unfortunately. Yeah, way, to make, way to bring the show down, buddy. Well, that's the way it is. And a lot of it is uh, the guy in there that's, that's doing nothing in between. When that move was done, I'm like, oh, my God, we just got sunk. I was feeling really good there for a while. But I got, I got sunk because of uh, what Altria did. Yeah, hurt it, hurt it bad. Villiga, Villiga, worldwide brand, not having a lot of success, again, in the premium end. Connie, if you take uh, Villager and you take Agio Balmoral and stuff and you add it to your portfolio, I think you could place that thing around the country and I think it would help Toscano out, your new boss. I know, nice. I know it would make him feel better. Learn this will make him Italian. feel better if I put it on top there of it. Now, now it's for sale. No, it's still oh, made up. There's so little compared to Royal Agio, Villager, and Toscano. Massive. Massive. Every single one of them are massive. And it's just like Nat Sherman of... To Philip Morris, it's so little, but it gets them in the game, and it, it gets them to, to build from what they're going to build on. Switch it back. Officially, not for sale. That means for sale. Yeah. It's worth more if it's not for sale. <laughs> I would see when you move Carney to the top, he says he's in, hashtag sold. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so this is fun, right? It's goofy, and it's fun. I don't know. I like it. So uh, the last one in this hour, and we'll get to more uh, when we come back from break, is Jay Cortez. So you're going to have to put it over here. Yeah. Jay, I'm actually well, surprised they haven't made another acquisition yet. And they've been trying. They've been out there. I, I see them around. They're there. Uh, they've been kicking it around uh, for acquisitions for a long time uh, since, they, since they bought Oliva. And they better hurry. Yes. That's what I'll say to them. If you're going to do it, I think it's time to step it up now or never. Um, they need an online presence. They don't have one, um, and they don't have any other brands. So what are those brands? I don't know what they'll be, but... Uh, I'm, a little, uh, I'm a little concerned at some of the names I'm not seeing yet. There's a lot more. There's a lot more to go. So, uh, but there's not a lot more to go on this cigar. The JFR Lunatic. My cigar went out on me again. It's not the fault of the cigar. It's the fault of me. I, I always blame you. I am now getting wasabi-encrusted peanuts or nuts or whatever that is. There's are. heat in the cigar, right? Yeah. There's definitely a spice. It's got zip to it, yeah. man. It's, it, did you blow it through your nose? Yes. I got a little bit through there. Did you? Uh, it's spicy as can be. Yeah. It's hot water. spicy. It's, it's okay. Yes, it is. It's like you got a lot of those seeds mm. from the jalapeno. What, what's the stuff they, like with a steak, you'd have that, that hot horseradish? A little horseradish? Which would be wasabi. That's oh, okay. what Americans yeah. I like would horseradish and wasabi. Bloody Marys. Yeah. You like the Bloody Marys because mm. it comes with all that food. I, I look at your Bloody Marys. It <laughs> looks like a meal. It, it, it is a meal. It's brunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my friend Michelle makes the best uh, Bloody Marys. Oh, my God. All the stuff that's in there. My God. But uh, really good cigar. Really selling well now. I mean, this thing is it's it's priced at the right price point. 
It burns well. Yeah, it's doing a good job. Ed Sullivan, too thick for you, I know, but taste-wise? Taste-wise, it's fantastic. Mm. I mean, for the price point, it's hard to beat it. And I do prefer the Habano wrapper in this because it has that spice that I like. Yeah. JFR stands for Just for Retailers. <laughs> uh, this is the Lunatic. It's a crazy cigar because crazy sizes and all that stuff. Uh, good cigar. And uh, the, the 50 ring gauge is a go-to for me often. I like it. I think. Uh, you know, I hate to admit it, but I don't mind the 60s anymore. I'm not gonna no, it's not, it's go not and a grab joke. one, but yeah. When I find that we're smoking it on the show, I used to be ah, oh, jeez, yeah. They talk about a show to call in sick for, but now I don't mind them. Yeah, 60 ain't ain't that big anymore, but uh, I'll I'll give a little uh, plus to I think um, we're starting to get into the 40 ring gauge sizes thanks to Ed Sullivan is getting us in there, and I'm digging them. They're I'm good. digging the smaller ring gauges, man. Going yeah. back, it brings me back in time. You know what I'm getting on the retro hell? Powdered donut. Really? Yeah. The retro hill, like when you snort the powdered Isn't donut. It time to go it, to it, break. It's, it the, it's the aroma of the the powdered donut, the small little ones that yep. come in the package of six. I got a box right in the back. <sighs> right over here. A donut with no hole. It's Danish. It's true. true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to break. When we come back, another cigar from the care package and your chance to get in on it. And a cigar accessory company that could be a big player in cigars. And I got a long shot. Brands that are ripe for the picking. No fast forwarding, everybody. You're listening to the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe Live. This is the Cigar Authority from the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. 
You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. 
the premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry, is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Jason Lamb from Guitar Ninjas. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. We, got another, we have another cigar from the Kia Package and more in the Crystal Ball. Welcome back, everybody. That's Jason Land from last week. That's right. You're listening it? to The Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. Okay, we're ready to smoke another cigar from the Care Package. Uh, this is something we were uh, honored to actually launch the cigar and finally got enough to be able to grab it in the Care Package. Uh, this is the Aladino Maduro. Tell us about it, Barry. Well, as you mentioned, today's second cigar is the Aladino Maduro, and it's manufactured in Honduras by JRE Tobacco. The size we're lighting up is a 5x50 Robusto, and it features a San Andreas Mexican wrapper with binder and fill is consisting of 100% authentic Corojo from Honduras. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package. A single cigar will set you back $10.69, while a box of 20 is just $188.99, which is a savings of almost $25 or 12% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Is the wrapper Corojo? Uh, No, it's San Andreas. Yeah, so it's not 100% Corojo. The binder and the filler is 100% Corojo. And what a change-up that happens with one wrapper. This this is one to try of all Corojo and then try the Maduro of it. And there's a battle going back and forth, which one's better. They are different from each other uh, in one's box press. Does that matter? I don't know. But um, it's a different cigar than the Corojo. You go back and forth with the natural or the original release versus the Maduro. And then you throw in the Corojo Reserve. Yes. And the argument just goes a whole other direction. Yeah, the Corojo Reserve guy. Yeah. A little too strong for me. For me, it's just a throwback to a brand when I started smoking. Yeah. And I know people don't smoke Lanceros, but I really like the Lancero in this Aladino Maduro. Yeah. Great cigar. Yeah. All right, let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by... Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. And we had a couple of excellent days with Nick Perdomo this week. Yeah, we did. Uh, he came up to see us, and uh, he gave us a little schooling one night with the whole staff, which was great. And uh, I'll tell you, they're doing everything right over there at Perdomo. Now, a little earth right out of the gate. It's an earthy component there. All right, let's light her up. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Gauntlet. Vertigo Gauntlet features three inline jets, a distressed finish, an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price 
1999. That's the Vertigo Gauntlet. Okay, this lit up a lot easier with this lighter. The 60 ring gauge, the, the lighter got hot, not, not hot at all here. Now, all right, so that heavy hot spice is gone, but we got some pepper going on here, some cocoa, orange yeah. marmalade. Orange, orange marmalade? Yeah, if you had like a uh, little black pepper in your orange marmalade. Maybe. Little citrus notes. Good cigar. So uh, this is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and every once in a while we open it up. The problem is to be able to get enough cigars each time and the amount of time it gets us to put 700 of these together and send them out. Uh, sometimes overtakes the uh, mail order department, a two-guy smoke shop, over, but they, they got it under control now. Everything seems to be okay. So we're going to open it up starting right now. Uh, the care package is available to you, so here's how it works. $19.99 per month gets uh, hit on your credit card every single month, and the cigar gets shipped out. You can quit at any time, but you won't. Hardly anybody ever gets out of this thing. It's very, very rare that it does, and you'll know when you get the cigars. So here's two cigars uh, today that you got into the care package. We'll smoke those cigars during the month uh, after you receive yeah. them, and um, that's it. That's how easy it happens. Hey, today's value is like $17 worth of cigars. There's still two weeks to go. Right. You're paying $19.99, including shipping. You're a loser. Right. Everybody else is a winner. Right. But um, it gets them engaged into it. Uh, the manufacturer likes it also. So uh, I think it's a win-win-lose, but that's okay. Uh, so we're going to open it up for a little while. Uh, I don't know if we stop at around 1,000 or something. We'll see how it ends up going. Uh, but for right now, it's open. So uh, you go to thecigarauthority.com. Right on uh, the top right-hand side on the desktop, Yeah, you'll see the link <clears throat> or the graphic for the care package. Click that. It'll take you to twoguyscigars.com. You'll be billed instantaneously, but you're not going to get your first package till the beginning of November. Right. Because October is already out and done. Yeah. And uh, you will be get that in uh, beginning of November, and then around November 27th, you'll be charged again for December. Yeah. So that's how it works. Mm -hmm. you, you get charged at the end of the month. Then it takes you a few days for you to get the package, and then mm -hmm. we end up smoking the cigars in there. The first one is you're going to get hit automatically. Um, so don't get nervous with my cigars. It's going to take, depending on when, when you order. But don't wait too long because we are going to shut it off uh, yeah. again. And if you're looking at the CigarAuthority.com on a mobile browser, you're going to go down about three-quarters of the way, and you'll see the graphic for the cigar. Yeah, it takes a while to get to there. For the Cigar Authority uh, care package graphic, you click that, and it'll be the same process. Okay, so that is uh, the Cigar Authority care package. And if uh, you are in there, you know you can... Uh, uh, Say a little thing how great the Cigar Authority Care Package is. Uh, we know. Uh, those that don't know, uh, listen to the show and say, I should get into that one of these times. That time is right now, today. You listen to the show. Maybe it's Monday or whatever day you're listening to the show. Uh, you're not listening live. If you listen live, go on there and hit it now. But don't say, I'm going to wait a few weeks because I'm telling you right now, you, you've seen it before. You'll see it again. Uh, we just can't keep it open because it'll be everybody and anybody. We want our listeners to be on it. Really. Right. And I, I was in it before I took the producer's seat, mm. and it probably took me two months to realize, oh, wait a minute. I'm getting those cigars anyway, <laughs> so... Somebody and, can take my slot. And I appreciate you bowing out of it because it opens up a spot <laughs> for somebody else. Um, 
So that is it. You'll get four cigars per month every month when you say, okay, I can't do this. You just say stop. Just send the email and just say stop, and it, there's no uh, no harm, no foul. But you just uh, that doesn't mean you just can get back in. You got to wait until uh, when, if ever, we open it up again. So we don't know how that works. So great cigar, great cigar, very good. And uh, and I hate to admit it, but I'm getting the orange marmalade. And it's only a matter of time, Barrett's. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, we smoke them all the time. So. Very few people do. <laughs> it's any consolation. That's it. We could have a major club there of I Hate Jonathan Club, right? All My right, wife is the president. So let's get back to it. Let's get to the conspiracy of this or the crystal ball of uh, how I like to say it. Um, what is the next company that uh, could be there? And something's wrong here. You had, you had, you had dropped a couple of cards there, buddy. On the desk, and earlier you rearranged them. There you go. All right. I think I got it. All right. The next group is a privately owned company. It's called the Orleans Group, and you probably don't know what that is because you never see uh, Orleans Group as anything. Orleans Group is uh, an accessory company, and if you've heard through the news uh, when they send press releases out and things like that, this is the company that continues to buy more companies over and over. Uh, they bought lots of accessory companies over the years. Recently, they acquired Zycar, um, and they actually acquired uh, employees from other companies. Right. Michael Salucci, who worked with Drew Estate. Is he was now- the president of Drew Estates. Mm-hmm. Now he's with Orleans Group. And um, from Calibri, Less Man. Went over there and now he's handling that too. You're talking about two powerful guys uh, handling handling an accessory company. Right, a guy with a cigar background and yeah. a guy with a accessory background. So something's that going says on. something's going. Oh on. yeah, something's going on without a doubt. They also now own Palio, which is one of my favorite cutters yep. of all. Um, they own Stinky Ashtray. They just one after the other. After if any accessory has any. Uh, success any value, to it, any legs. they end mm-hmm. up buying it. So apparently uh, a lot of money that's over there. Um, I think something big is going on, you know, and and less man who uh, was with Cleveland now with them. I saw him at the trade show, and I look at him, I say, what's going on over here? He goes, well, I'm going to hear something on your uh, on your episode when you get uh, in conspiracy and stuff. And uh, yeah, you are, because there's something more going on there than – as it looks. So I think um, you're going to see some major acquisitions happen, not just an accessory company. I think some major acquisitions. As you saw in the Toscano list, I mean, in the Fuente list, we took J.C. Newman out of that mm-hmm. um, because I think J.C. Newman goes, uh, I'm going to call it a long shot because I know they're bringing the next generation up, so it is a long shot that happens, but I think it would be a major acquisition for them and a big, big step uh, if they ended up pulling this off. The long shot goes to J.C. Newman that goes with the Orleans Group. Wow. J.C. Newman is a cigar company, but they have lots of accessories. They have the Diamond Crown Humidor line yeah. and Diamond Crown accessories, along with lots of other accessories. So uh, this could be like the Nat Sherman acquisition from Altria, where really maybe Orleans Group doesn't care that much about the cigars. They're going in they, they, they don't three have, finger cases. They don't, have they don't have solution in there for accessories. Mm-hmm. Something's going on. 
and what could, what could he do with Diamond Crown and Brick House and all those brands? They get some uh, safe brands in terms of the pre uh, prerequisite. Or the, the, you know, yep. Yeah. They're a Florida company. So is J.C. Newman. They can stay in the U.S. They can stay where they are. Um, it could be a big coup right there. That would be a major, major taking uh, and bring them to a giant level overnight. That would be a huge move if they ended up getting that. Um, with that, um, they need a online retailer and they need um, stores and they would need uh, other brands also. Um, I think they go at that point to say, okay, let's be big online. So we need to acquire some online brands to get taking away from uh, the General and Altadas, big brands that they sell. <clears throat> now they would own them. They would also sell them to them because they have the distribution through J.C. Newman also. But if they were to take a brand like Gurkha, now they would have some major presence online. And if they took another brand, Alec Bradley, another big online brand. I'm running out of space here. I'm going to slide Orleans Group up. They're not part of Altria, but I'm just sliding this in here. So I got space. Okay. So now you got a company over there. You got a pretty major company that's going on with lots of distribution. Well, and the interesting thing about this too is a lot of people don't realize, but Alec Bradley is in the private label business. Yeah. They're a private label brokerage company as well yeah. as having their own brand. So this, this does start to make a little bit more sense. So you know how we always say people are listening and we get in trouble? Yeah. As soon as you mentioned Gurker, Juan Lopez joined the chat room. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Oh, he was just waiting for... Coincidence? <laughs> ah, some, somebody sent yeah. him a little thing. Oh, they're talking about you yeah. guys. Um, a move like that would give you know, the consumer that smokes Gurkha would be leaving these big mail order companies because they, yep. they smoke Gurkha, and these are the guys that have Gurkha at that point. Yep. They also have the J.C. Newman factory in Nicaragua, yep. which could produce things like these. Yep. They could produce, produce the Alec Bradleys, the Gurkhas, along with the, their brick house and everything, and hopefully Diamond Crown still gets uh, made. By and all the private for, label brands. And all the private label brands. So they got their own factory. It's a big mm -hmm. factory. They got plenty of room to end up uh, adding more stuff. They're mm -hmm. producing a lot out of there, but they got room to do a lot more. So that would be a major... Uh, become a major company very, very, uh, very quick. Yep. Which now, something that you had said before was the possibility of smaller companies getting together and making that super group, which I don't see. Yeah, I, I don't see it, and I don't see it because uh, they're just not getting along, and it's too too much ego. There's too much ego, so somebody's got to buy the other guy out there. Um, you know, I, I kind of went away with it, went away from it. So uh, I don't know, but I know it is time for the matchup of the week right now. That ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? And today, never have coffee again versus never watch TV again. TV and coffee. TV and coffee, which one is more important to you? Any television of any kind, that means a sports thing, sporting event on TV. And we'll have to give up coffee. Huh. I agree. Yeah. Can, can I watch Netflix or? Uh, you're going to watch it on the TV? You're going to watch it on your phone? Uh, on my computer. Yeah, yeah kind of with Ed Sullivan. It's visual entertainment. I think it counts as TV. 
Yeah. It's the modern TV. No, it's Dave asking the question. He never even thought of Netflix. I'm, I'm going sticking with, with coffee. Yeah. I'm, I'm really? Keep, no. There's too much entertainment. I love coffee, but I'll get caffeine in a different way or something. I'll drink tea. I don't need TV. You're going to drink those energy drinks? Energy drinks and tea. I like hot, I like hot coffee. Now, does a Manhattan special count as coffee? No. Okay. Soda. I'll have a Manhattan wow. special. I haven't had TV. a Manhattan special in a long time. I don't know what the went hell to New that York, is. You didn't bring any back? No, I didn't even have any. Oh, it's a coffee soda. Oh. And it's good. It's real good. It's good. It's a small little bottle. It's kind of addicting. Mm. It is addicting. You know, people think. drink Red Bull now for the energy boost. Just yeah. drink a Manhattan special. You'll yeah. be wired. Yeah, I'm good. giving up TV. Really? Yeah. I can't, the I can't do it. It's um, like one of the only entertainments I have left. We got a two to two tie here. That's as far as we're going to well, go there. Terrence Riley from uh, from uh, JFR, Agonorsa, mm-hmm. that whole thing, he says that he'll give up TV and listen to radio. Or podcasts. Or podcasts. Podcasts mm-hmm. is good. Yep. Uh, so if we include him, it's three to two. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now who's ripe for the picking? Who is ripe for the picking right now? And uh, I'm going to lay them out. Uh, right now and not put them anywhere and we can go through that if you like uh, I have Padron that was one of the ones that was missing alright yeah. I have Perdomo another big okay. one he's a monster companies right now I have um, we went to um, the segment we just had which was the matchup of the week um, VS VS Victor Sinclair is owned by Jose Dominguez that guy is producing lots of cigars we're talking about 30 million cigars, yeah. probably 10% of all cigars. Um, Jose Dominguez's company is there. Um, I got an old Cuban brand that is uh, not out there in a big way at all, and I think it's uh, ripe for the picking, and that's uh, SAG, SAG, with the Fonseca brand. Another ripe for the picking cigar. And I got a real oddity here, which is media. Media is important to it, getting the word out. And I've heard for years that this company's for sale and nobody buys them. Uh, I don't know why, uh, because uh, a lot of people think print is dead and stuff, but they hold a big uh, part of the cigar industry, and that's Cigar Aficionado. And I think those guys belong somewhere. And we're going to get to that in just a minute. But first, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. And our friend Hochi Blanco is teaming up with AJ Fernandez for the release of San Latano Dominicano. Dun, dun, dun. No release has been set, but knowing AJ Fernandez, I'm sure it won't be on time. Hmm. <laughs> The FDA, which collects user fees from six different tobacco categories, will see the amount collected from the cigar industry go up this year from $68 million to $80 million, which accounts for 12% of the money collected via tobacco. So you know what that means, cigar consumers. Prices are going up. Yes, they are. And FDA user fees are used to fund regulation, in this case tobacco, and that's what's up in the cigar world. 
All right, so uh, prices are going to go up. That's, yes, a, that's a major issue that's going to happen. Um, there better be some lawsuits against this because mm-hmm. the, now you're opening it up for every year that they're going to just make an increase for no reason other than we want more money. Right, and it's gonna, it comes out to roughly around a nickel a cigar. Yeah. Um, I've seen as high as $0.08, cents, as low as $0.04. Cents. Yeah, but then that's going to get to the retailer, and that's going to be compounded into their margin, and yeah. it's going to end up going, and it's... It's ridiculous. There's no reason for it. They're just doing it for the sake of doing it. Yep. So on top of S-chip, there's now the FDA fees as well. And that that compounds on top of uh, sales tax and tobacco tax compounded on there. So, you know, you just look at a nickel and you say, why did my cigar go up 25 cents? And Mm -hmm. it's going to be compounded. That's what ends up happening there. So it's ugly. Um, Upcoming shows next week is episode 444. And I promise we'll go to 500, right? We're going to break the 500 mark, and then we don't know. 501, and then yeah. you were on the fence about 502. Yeah, we don't know. So we'll at least do that. But Maybe 444. We'll be Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We're not for sale. That makes the price go up, right? Um, next week with us is Fabian from Drew Estate is coming on for the first time ever. So we're going to have Fabian on here. And um, we're going to smoke a cigar from, from uh, the new care package that just went out. Uh, the following week, Rafa, Rafael Nadell um, from Altadis is going to be with us, and I'm sure he's going to have something to say. But if you remember back, he was in this group before yes, of Aging Room, and it happened. So uh, we can just uh, maybe go through this with him and mm-hmm. say, uh, because he's calling a lot of shots over there. He's a, he's a high-ranking member there <coughs> at Altadis. So who are they interested in? We're going to ask some tough questions with him. And uh, that'll be on October 20th. October 27th um, is the new cigar brand that we're going to be launching, and it's called Back to Back. And Back to Back uh, is a cigar from Davidoff. And you know those guys that do all that artwork? You are New York. You are New York. We're going to have them come down uh, a couple days earlier. So they'll be here on Thursday and Friday to the Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, and they're going to repaint the store, the outside of the building, black, black color is what. They're no. just gonna paint it. No, black. it's gonna be a drawing. It's gonna be a giant mural, and uh, I'll be talking with them on Monday and giving them my ideas. But can they're artists. They're gonna end up doing what they're gonna do. Can we put purple in there? I like purple, mm-hmm. pink. Can do whatever they're gonna end up doing. We'll see what they end up doing. Um, so you're the- commissioning them. You should be able to say what's in it. Uh, oh, right. purple and pink. You're not exactly asking for manly colors over there. Really? No one's talking to you. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what they end up doing. Uh, Fernando and Mike, uh, they're going to come up and do that. They're going to launch the new cigar brand. And then on Saturday, October 27th, we'll have them on the show. We'll show you pictures of what they did and talk about uh, something interesting. Will anyway. Fernando be going around telling you look marvelous? I don't know. Do you know him? No. You remember Saturday Night Live? Oh, Fernando. Yeah. That was the name, ah, Fernando. Yes. You guys are dating yourself. Congratulations. <laughs> then there was always, uh, there was something in the air tonight, right? That was Fernando. Fernando, a song, yeah. yeah. There was something in the air. ABBA. ABBA, right? You got it. ABBA. Nailed it. There we go. So we got a lot going on. We have uh, the. How fo- am I the gay one? <laughs> 1974. <laughs> <laughs> we got the uh, folks from Christoph coming, John Fozzi from. Uh, Christoph will be here, Omar de Fries. We got the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. And on December 1st, we have Randolph Churchill. He's the great grandson of Winston Churchill, and we're going to have him on the show. So we've got a lot going on uh, on the shows. And uh, wow, 
looking at the clock right now. Let's go to break. When we come back, who's right for the picking? We're going to move them around a little bit, and I got a secret prediction in this envelope right here. And I'm not going to open it up, but I'm going to hand it off to Mr. Jonathan, and we're going to open this up when it happens. It's a prediction that I shouldn't be talking about, and I won't be. But it's going to be in that envelope, and I know this guy is going to hang on to it and not look at it, right? I actually uh, signed the back of it and everything. And I'm oh, be you really able to... thought of everything, huh? Yeah. So who's right for the picking? I got the secret, and we're uh, going to try to squeeze in some mailbags and lots more. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? 
writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. Hola, soy Manuel Inoa from La Aurora, Dominican Republic. You are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcasts Network. And we are back. We're smoking the Aladino Maduro Cigar. And uh, we're going through the conspiracy right now of what could happen, what will happen, our guesses. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. I get, uh, I get some theories. Of the ripe for the picking? Or for people, people that are in the ripe for the picking category here as to why somebody so we got, would want to buy them. All right, so we've got Padron, Perdomo, Jose Dominguez, SAG, which is the Fonseca line, along with whatever else they have, and uh, Cigar Aficionado. And there's others, but this is, uh, I think, the, the ripe for the picking. All right. So uh, General has no real presence in Nicaragua. They're going to need something for Nicaragua because Nicaragua is hot right now. So it's going to either be Padron or Perdomo that end up going to them. So I'm just going to slide Padron up because he's closer. So they have their Nicaraguan connection. Imperial has A.J. Fernandez. Swisher, Drew Estate, has Hoy de Nicaragua. Fuente has my father. And then you've got Toscano that has no connection to Nicaragua. And they're going to need not only that, but they're going to need infrastructure, which Perdomo can provide. Now, every one of the major players has a Nicaraguan presence except for Nat Sherman, which... Who cares? Well, they're, they're a disruptor they anyways. They're, yeah. not, a, they're yeah. not interested. General owns Tarano, which has Nicaraguan 
factory and farms and what have you, which they, CAO uh, is made in Nicaragua. I don't know that the, I, it's not on the same level as Padron, I don't think. Mm. I mean, this is a this is a big name player right here. Um, so now this is the, oh, there's one more thing. This is the other thing is Jay Cortez, which already has Nicaragua. Nicaragua. They acquire Jose Dominguez, and now they've got massive production capability. Yeah, he does a lot of private label stuff. They're they're ready to rock and roll. But they don't have a Dominican presence. Jose Dominguez. Oh, okay. Yeah, is the Dominican so presence Jose, that rounds them out. You put Jose Dominguez with Jay Cortez. General already has. C.I. and Thompson's, you give Jay Cortez famous and they get an online presence. Yeah. Okay. So you slide this. Now, the other thing that is going to be important is if Fonseca really is in play, then General is interested because now they lock up another Cuban front mark that Imperial can't have. When and if the embargo lifts. Because I would say the natural thing would be Imperial would want that because they have all the others. Right. They would want it, but I think General pays more for it. And you know what? Just to throw a monkey wrench in the works, Altria buys Cigar Aficionado just as a final middle finger to everybody. Now they control something that they're not interested in. I would hate that so much. Yeah, you would. That's why it has to happen. And you can move Famous over one into the Orleans group. It gives them a direct way to sell to the customer. You know, he could stay with Jay Cortez, who wants an online company. So Famous can go to either one of those groups, in my opinion. That's interesting. That's not where I was going to go. Where I was going was all of those guys were going to Jay Cortez. Really? So yeah. Fonseca. I'm going to turn this to the but side. But you're, you're making sense because you've got two Dominican. Does, 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 do they need... Do they need uh, SAG with Dominguez for the production? It's a small production. No, they're going to get a bigger factory and a a bigger production with Jose Dominguez. But they need somebody, man. And and Jose Dominguez ain't going to give them um, brick-and-mortar cred. They need Perdomo or they need Padron. Padron would be a big play for them. And they like this, but the, but they they, they have like, Nicaragua already. But they but like they, the family-owned company because they're a family-owned company. They don't care. It's dollars and cents. We're not doing family alliances from uh, the Hickville below uh, the Mason Dixon line. Man, I don't know. I kind of like the way it looks right now. It's pretty good. You know, you, you you know, you're looking at Padron. It's big money, but it could get, it could go anywhere. Is it though? Is it big money? Yeah, you're talking a uh, hundred million plus Padromo, a hundred million plus. Um, Can you imagine if Padron wound up with that Fuente line? <laughs> that would be huge. Yeah, I think that's might be out of their budget at yeah. that point. They go public with it, then they could do yeah. it. But that—that's. I mean, you beforehand. could you could flip flop Perdomo and Padron, because again, you're dealing. If you're going to go Nicaraguan, you've got to be able to pull in infrastructure. You've got to be able to pull in distribution yeah. along per- with Perdomo it. Perdomo isn't a isn't a catalog brand. Neither is Padron. Right. So that's why I don't think they belong to that company. They don't see the value. SAG is a is a catalog brand. Okay. That makes sense. And they make lots of cigars 
Oh, all right. For Jose Dominguez, makes a lot of cigars for General. Millions and millions of them. Is this crazy that Perdomo and Padron end no. up going to Toscano? Boy, they'd be, they'd be the biggest company going. But do they need two Nicaraguans? They got the Dominican from... At they, that they point... Need, it, they, it, one of them. One Padron, of those two. Padron has no reps. It sells itself. So that's an easy acquisition for anybody. You make the purchase... And you just see. I'm gonna start sending cigars out. I'm gonna say Padron doesn't belong here. Perdomo does. Maybe not even Villiger. Toscano being an Italian company, where El Agio ends in a vowel, before Dominicana ends in a vowel, Perdomo ends in a vowel. Therefore, it fits the you? Italian motif. <laughs> it's the vowel he's, just, he's just going with the end. They all end in O. So. Is that how you do the races too? The jockey with the nice name or the uh, good nice colors. Definitely the colors. Oliva is ready to buy somebody, man. They're ready to go. They're itchy. Got an itchy trigger finger. Well, they're a European giant. They could buy Villiga. Villiga has a little bit of a European presence, or at least at one time they did. You know, the keel and what have you. What would be the worst thing that would happen? Altria, which is Philip Morris, takes Padron and ruins my day. <laughs> <laughs> That's when uh, Dave is for sale when that happens. Yeah, yeah who get buys- cigar aficionado. They're out of there. They're, they're not going to go. They're not get, interested in that. So, at all. who buys two guys smoke shop, the cigar authority, and all your. Uh- all your assets. Maybe, maybe maybe that's what's in this the envelope. Snack maybe that's what's in the prediction <laughs> envelope. And Corey Woodward says that Dick Perdomo likes Italian suits, so therefore he fits with Toscano as well. <laughs> yeah, because he likes suits. So I don't think <laughs> nothing in, to do with the with the cash offer. It's wow, I like suits. Okay. If if you were being looked at right now, you would have signed a non uh, non disclosure thing, so therefore you wouldn't be able to write it down. Well, I can so, write it down. I just can't disclose it. And this right. would be, I, this is me writing it on 10-6-2018. I dated it and signed it on a piece of uh, tape that's on there. You can't peel it off. Mm-hmm. It's going to break apart. You're going to be able to see it. So you can't look at it. I'm handing it to you. Should we do asylum first and then come to the envelope? I'm not opening the envelope. It's not opening it but let, let's get to the asylum. predicted happens. Let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. Make everybody They're beat. coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. We've heard of Democrats, Republicans, and even the Tea Party. Did you know there was a party called the Compassion Party? No. This week, the gubernatorial candidate from the state of Rhode Island and a member of the Compassion Party that was running for attorney general were both arrested. They were charged with possession of 48 pounds of marijuana. The gubernatorial candidate tweeted from the back of a police cruiser saying she was arrested again for marijuana and she guessed her poll numbers were getting too high and it scared them into arresting her. For the record, their poll totals were low and the only thing that might have been high was them. Perhaps they should consider renaming the Compassion Party to the Paranoid Party, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. 
All righty. We're moving stuff around as you're talking. So yeah. we put Altrier over here by itself. It's his own little island. Because Dave believes they're an interrupter and they really have no interest in the cigar industry. Yes, I do. And I'm, I'm very strong on that opinion. Um, and now we're having um, uh, everybody with um, three acquisitions. Um, now, what would stop Orleans Group from saying they want Padron so that they've got a real Nicaraguan presence? They can't afford it. Or they, can they? They can't afford it. But I'm going to move Famous into Swisher because they have to have an online presence. They've got to be able to compete with the other guys. Okay. Now, is, is it possible somebody comes out of right field and gets involved in this that we haven't put up on the board? Well, a company got- like Placencia. No. No. They make cigars for a ton of people. Yeah, but they, they don't have a... I don't think they have the manpower or anything to the testing distribution. I mean, it just just came out with a cigar to take somebody on like big like this. It'd be very tough. Um, I think now Swisher takes famous. So we have Swisher with Hoy de Nicaragua. That makes sense. The long shot of crown heads and famous cigar. And now they have everything they need. Imperial took Davidoff, AJ Fernandez, Ian Cigar aficionado. Big. That's interesting. Rock, um, General Cigar takes Rocky Patel, Fonseca, because and it makes all the sense in the world, because they want the Cuban brand name. They got Cohiba, now they got Fonseca, and they take, uh, they need um, people to make cigars for them. They're going to take Jose Dominguez. Um, I, I would say they do the mo- be- between Cigars International and Thompson. They're making more cigars for them than anybody else, so that's who they take. I'm feeling good about every, everything here. Um, the um, Move the Orleans group out just for a second, the whole group of Orleans out. Move the Fuente over because the Fuente makes complete sense to me. With Fuente taking Ashton, my father's cigars, and Tatuaje, that's a done deal. Now you got Toscano with LFD, Perdomo, and Royal Agio. Royal Agio. That looks pretty good. That's a it pretty monster company. Um, you got Jay Cortez, which takes Villiga because they're doing distribution for them. They take Padron. Um, that makes sense. And then you got Orleans Group, so you can put. Jay Cortez. You got no room for them? I got room. You got Jay Cortez that's taken Villiga, Padron. And in case anyone's tuning in a little late, he's not saying that this is happening. This is just made yeah. up. Yeah, just a out war- of Dave's a war- sick, twisted a thoughts on the cigar here. industry. Can't read that this, is, this is our fantasy draft. <laughs> is that how it works? Yeah. Um, is there anything wrong here? There's nothing wrong. The only thing wrong is, well, not wrong, but the only thing needed is Orleans Group needs an online presence because then they can sell direct to consumer. So they would have to buy Two Guys Smoke Shop and, mm-hmm. uh, and the Cigar Authority. They got it all. There you go. That's not for sale. <laughs> 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the same stand that LFDs not for sale and you get more money for it. It's definitely interesting. Are we done with this? I think it's... Uh, I'm, uh, I'm happy with this. I think this is pretty solidified. We can screen <clears throat> capture that and... Screenshot that or take a picture of it. And this is what we're going to end up with. If you got anything to add to this, please contact us at the cigarauthority.com at the contact us button and uh, let us know that uh, what you think of this. Uh, I hope none of it happens. I like the small companies. They're my friends. I don't want to see them go anywhere. My worry is that um, the FDA thing that's going on and people are, are freaking out. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I could spend so much time on it, which is going to give me a little time right now to think a little bit more of it. Let's get to the Don Raphael offer of the day. It's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? $1,000. Going to go to Barry on this one. Tan in the buff at a public beach for 20 minutes. If you get arrested, it's on your record. If you, anything bad happens, it's on you. Um, and anyone who goes blind from looking at it, would happen. They'll be calling the Coast Guard, the local <laughs> aquarium. They'll think a whale washed up on shore. I'm out. Ed Sullivan, thousand bucks. No, I'm out. I'm way too white. I'd burn within minutes. And you know, if you get arrested, it'll be for indecent exposure. And yeah, I don't think I need it's, that. It's not good. Possible registered sex offender. Ten thousand dollars. No. No. Really. I went a thousand, but ten thousand, twenty minutes for ten thousand yeah, dollars, no. Mister Jonathan. Ten thousand, hell yeah, thousand, probably for a thousand. Well, he's already a registered sex offender. His I body think. isn't vulgar like mine, so <laughs> vulgar. And you just worked out yesterday. Oh with my your brother, God. your muscles are popping. Two thousand pounds of just shingles and crap. You'd probably do it. Oh, if yeah. I if I were you, maybe I'd do it. But the way I am, absolutely not. I'm in the. I'm just surprised the, Ed Sullivan wouldn't want to just show off that gorgeous naked body of his. No, no interest. Ed Sullivan's in, a gift. See, that's Ed why Sullivan's in shape. That's why you considered the gay one. You just referred to another man's body as gorgeous. Well, yeah, I was flattered. Are you saying he's not a handsome man? He is a handsome man. There, but he's I wouldn't in, say he's a gorgeous man. He's in good shape. He's in very good shape. He goes to the gym. He works out. Long before you even but think it's, about it's getting tough. up. Ed Sullivan's the richest guy here. And the, and the problem is that <laughs> he can't be moved. He can't be bought. Yeah, he's not, he's not moving on money. So I don't think he's ever accepted any deal yet for any account of money. I don't Nothing. think so, no. Nothing. Barry goes for most of it, but when it comes to public indecency, he's out even at $10,000. I'm a decent human being. Yeah. Some say. Mm. Some say that is the offer of the day. Not many, but some. For everybody else's sake, I won't do it. That's for sure. Um, I think we got it. I think that this is it. Um, you could move a couple of things around. Uh, I think that Perdomo and Padron can switch can off to anybody. Up. Yep. So the envelopes for a later date. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. There's something in there. I got it. it can't be right here. Said. Close to the chest. I don't know anything, but I feel very strongly of something, but don't want to, uh, don't want to say it um, for the purposes that I believe it is happening. Because you're saying all of this is made up. 
It is all You're made saying up. this is made up also. But probably going to happen. Yeah, it might happen real soon. Okay. So that one stays where it is. Ooh, can we ask one question? Yes, you can ask questions. Is the person somewhere listed on this board already? No. Ah. The plot. I don't know that I believe him. The plot. <laughs> I don't know that I believe him. I believe him. Because there's people missing here, right? Yeah. The, the, I, I don't him. think I believe you. I, th- I think this is, though, the, the ripe for the picking type of thing huh. that's and happening when, here. When does that get opened? When, when it happens. When it happens. Oh, so it may never be opened. may never be opened. Okay. But it may be real soon. Wouldn't it be something if next week, all right, open it. That I had it. I don't know. But that's, that's uh, these are the things that make sense, right? Yeah. Now, you got, you got companies like Padron, family-owned and operated. They don't want to sell out La Florida Dominicana, family-owned, but they don't want to sell out. Perdomo, family-owned and operated. They don't want to sell out, um, you know. But money. Some, sometimes the money amount is so much, it would be a disservice to them and their family yeah, not you've to got accept to, it. You've got, to, you've got to think if you're the owner of that company, okay, how many years would I have to own this company before I would make that kind of money? Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's squeeze in this classic day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's- Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, who's our champion? That would be me. You killed it. That's right. Yep. You killed it. And it was very odd. All music stuff. Uh, maybe we have some of them in here this week. Cheated. We have something. We have something in here this week. Today is October 6th. And it goes to Barry Stein for us. Thomas Edison shows his first motion picture today. What year? Ooh, motion picture. I'm going to say 1893. 1893. 1904. 1904. 1871. 1871. Barry Stein gets the point. It's 1889. He said 1893. He so I was point. over. Oh, you're over. You're, you are over. Everybody's over except Jonathan. Jonathan, Jonathan gets the point. Jonathan, See, the cheating. sorry about that. <laughs> no, he was so close. I was, uh, but just a little bit over. Over to Ed Sullivan. Born today, formerly known as the living legend, Bruno San Martino, wrestler, passed away early this year. He was a Hall of Fame WWE champion uh, and was one of wrestling uh, promotion's first superstars. Bruno San Martino, born today, what year? 1938. 38. 1950. 50. I have 39. 39. Everybody's over. 1935. Everybody's over. Over to Mr. Jonathan. Died today. Robert 
Marella, also known as Gorilla Monsoon, another wrestler, American wrestler and sportscaster, and American professional wrestler, play-by-play commentator and booker, and later the voice of Worldwide Wrestling Federation. Gorilla Monsoon died today. What year? 1995. 95. Oh, died today. Uh, I'm going to go 2001. 2001. 1992. 1992. Mr. Jonathan takes the point. He says 95. It's 99. Mr. Jonathan with two points. Barry and Ed Sullivan with none. Two you got to have faith, and I got faith in you, Barry Stein. What year? 1988. 88. I had 1984. 84. It's 1990. 90. 84 will After nine seasons and three championships with the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan announced his retirement for NBA for the first of two times. The first time he announced his retirement. Today, what year? 1988. 88. 92. Well, it's not your turn yet, but... 95. 95 and 92 for the point and win point for Barry Stein but Mr. Jonathan takes the win and is our new champion congratulations Mr. Jonathan it's been a while been a while and you won it on a Michael Jordan basketball wow that's how I do it it's not how you do it but you did it we're smoking the Aladino Maduro and we're in the communication right now of the fight for contenders for the cigar of the year this is going on to battle and i think we have a contender here this came out this year that's right yep could they be the first back-to-back champion you ask that every year Uh, i do want to bang out this mailbag it's short okay go Uh, submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com and taylor writes hello gents i thoroughly enjoyed jason well-spoken, interesting, and charismatic. I enjoy the guests who are passionate about cigars, but not in the business. If possible, I would urge you folks to have him back as an annual guest. How about incorporating a guitar lesson into one of your anniversary parties, maybe with Nick Perdomo on the drums? Wow. Just a thought. Take care, Taylor. Well, 500 people playing the guitar. I don't know how jamming that would be. That would be crazy. But uh, no, he was, a, he was a great guest, and he's a fan of the show, and it was great to have him up here. He lives in California. It's a long ride. Uh, but certainly the seat is always open for Jason Land. Loved, loved it. Uh, we had people coming in uh, after that saying, you've got to do this every Friday. Right. <laughs> it, it was a hard sell, let me tell you. People weren't, uh, it was so different. It's so hard to uh, do but something even, like that. But it, it's, Even the guys like Sean, he doesn't play the guitar, but he enjoyed himself. Yeah, and said at the end, it yeah, was very it was, good. I loved it. I didn't, I didn't touch the guitar, and I loved it. It was a lot of fun, and it was great having Jason up here. Thank you again, Jason. I know he listened to the show. Um, Great job. Um, Great cigars. Great messing around here with this. I don't know how this show comes across, but we do it every year for for our enjoyment anyway to see how it goes. Uh, We know nothing. 
We don't know things are going on. Uh, I observe what happens in the industry. I, I see if I was running these guys' companies, what I would do. That's part of the, the play that happens here. So uh, for whatever it's worth, uh, we had fun doing it. But next week, uh, Fabian from Drew Estates invades the Cigar Authority for the first time. And it will be episode 444. So catch us on that. On the way to becoming the longest-running podcast ever. We're the best podcast ever with cigars, but we're going we're gonna to work on the longest running. So 501 is our goal. We're at 444 next week. So join us uh, as we hit another milestone, 444. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you learned nothing during the last two hours. But always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.